Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a View from the Bullens podcast. Listen to all the news, views and inside track from Goodison Park. This is a View from the Bullens podcast, sponsored by the Beer Keller, Liverpool One. Hello and welcome back to another episode here at the View from the Bullens. And it is the pre-match Luton on Saturday. We faced them in the FA Cup. Joined by the Bobble and Paul Jaber for this one. Bobble, Everton v Luton, Goodison Park this weekend. A cup competition we've got, you know, we're still in the mix for. There's still yeah. a lot of stuff hanging over our heads. Yeah. The league probably does remain priority for Everton. A squad that is becoming paper thin. Mm-hmm. How do you play it? How does Sean Dyche attack it? Yeah, you're right in saying, you know, the Premier League is the most important. Of course, it is. I think the Premier League games now are so important week in, week out for Premier League teams such as Everton or teams that are fighting Europe that they do take precedent. There's no doubt about that. They are the most important games of your calendar season unless it's a cup final but generally speaking the Premier League is your bread and butter that's where you you, you know the money is for, for clubs like Everton and that is the most important there is no doubt about that nevertheless our lads have had quite a, a low-key month it's been quite slow when you look at the, the, the calendar we had Crystal Palace away in the cup we had Aston Villa at home in the league and then Crystal Palace away in the cup that's all we've had so far and we're towards the end of the month. We've only played three games. It's been quite low-key for our lads. So they're well-rested. The batteries are recharged. We've got a couple of bumps and bruises to the likes of Abdullah Dekore, Seamus Coleman. Ashley Young's back in training. So it's up to now Sean Dyche whether he deems him fit enough. But generally speaking, I think this team should take it very, very seriously. And and, and Sean Dyche will. Let's have it right. He, he, he went very, very serious down at Crystal Palace in the first game to earn us the replay. He went full strength again at home at Crystal Palace to, to win the tie and win 1-0. Yes, we've got a key injury to, to Abdullah Dekore, but I don't think you can take this lightly. I really, really don't. Everton's good form this season coincided with a brilliant run in the Carabao Cup where we were going well. And we, let's be honest, we all thought we'd get to the semi-finals. We all thought we should have put Fulham to the sword. They go hand in hand. If you're having a good cut run, quite often it does translate into your league form. Winning is it, it, it's a habit, isn't it? Just like losing is a habit. Breeds confidence. So I thought it was really, really important to beat Crystal Palace before our winter break. You can go off to your winter break. You can dust yourself down on the back of a decent hard-fought win, whichever way you look at it, a low-key game, but it was still a hard-fought victory. We're through to the fourth round. A favourable tie at Goodison Park against, against Luton Town, who... 
are no great shakes. They're decent in terms of they work very hard. They're quite a well-oiled machine. They make life difficult for you. They don't get battered in any game. They're not losing games 5-6-1, 5-0 in the Premier League. They're not. They're losing games quite close. They lost 3-2 against Chelsea. They lost 2-1 against Man City, 4-3 against Arsenal. They beat Newcastle 1-0. They lost 1-0 at Old Trafford. You get my point. It's normally quite close. Luton do keep games close, but... We're at home against Luton Town to go through to the fifth round of the FA Cup. You cannot ask for much more than that. All you can ask for is a home tie and avoid, you know, three or four teams and you'll take it. So I think it represents another really, really good chance for another decent cup run. I really, really do. And what it then does is it then translates into your league form. Like I said, winning becomes a habit. And this Everton team is a team that is built on confidence to an extent. When this team is a confident Everton team, they're not bad. They're all right. But when they're low on confidence, they do start to struggle. They just do, and, that, and that's football cliche, isn't it? It is a football cliche. But this Everton team, it is quite a confidence team. It really, really is. And I just think if you can beat Luton on Saturday in the FA Cup, get through to the fifth round, it's excitement. No doubt about that. We all love a cup run. They may not be as important as they once were, the Cups, especially when you're fighting relegation or you're fighting for certain things. But nevertheless, it is excitement. And it's a welcome it's a welcome distraction from the grind that is the Premier League. You, you, you know, Go speak to Crystal Palace fans. Ask them, would they want to be playing Saturday? I guarantee you they would be. They would want to be playing. Because all they've now got to look forward to is week in, week out, Premier League, Premier League, Premier League. And it becomes a grind. It also becomes a grind for the players, the staff. So it is a welcome distraction. So I think it's a really, really important game. There's no point now losing Saturday or throwing Saturday or playing a weakened team or anything like that. What's the point? Because we've just played two hard-fought games against Crystal Palace to earn the right to be in the fourth round. So we've got to go full strength and you've got to show the respect it deserves. Not only that... And I'm sure Sean Dodge will go full strength and the players will take it very seriously. It's going to be a full house again at Goodison Park on Saturday. You owe it to them as well. You owe it to the 4,000 Evertonians that travelled down to Sowers Park to continue to take this competition as seriously as possible. So, for me, Ben, show no mercy. Let's put Luton to the sword. Let's really, really do it. They're not in bad form, Luton. They're not. And it's not an easy game, like I previously said. When you look at their recent results, they got a, for Luton, they drew 1-1 at Burnley, Decent. They beat Sheffield United away 3-2. They lost 3-2 at home to Chelsea. They weren't bad that day. They beat Newcastle 1-0 just before Christmas. They lost 2-1 at home to Man City just before that. They're not getting you know, well beaten in games. They are hanging in there and they're nicking some games. And also, psychologically, we've still got to play Luton in the Premier League. I feel like we owe them one. They come to Goodison Park and did a bit of a number on us. I feel like we owe them one. Psychologically, how good it would be now to, to put them to the sword, bury them a little bit in the FA Cup, not their confidence a little bit. We then trundle on to the fifth round. We then go down to London with a bit more confidence. Bearing in mind, we're on a decent little run ourselves now. We are on a decent little run. No, we're keeping a few clean sheets. Clean sheet at Selhurst Park. Kept a clean sheet against Aston Villa. Another clean sheet against Crystal Palace at Goodison Park. We're on a decent little run ourselves now. We really, really are. So let's follow it up now against Luton. Put them to the sword get through to the fifth round and then go down to Fulham with confidence. That's my belief, Ben. No mercy, the bobble wants from Everton. Paul, do you share that sentiment? It's obviously a massive game in the, the last cup competition that Everton are in. Uh, yeah. Obviously, always, you always want to do well in the cups. You always want to get as far as you can. 
ideally you'd always want to win the FA Cup, especially because it's it's one of those competitions that got that kind of aura around it. Obviously, it's always been the talk of the magic of the cup, the, the kind of the oldest cup competition in the, in world football. And I think it's a very important game for Everton in terms of knowing where you are right now, especially without Abdullah Dakore, who, as we know, he's such an important player for this for this Everton side. He's such a big miss if he is to miss the game, obviously, the weekend. So Everton need to need to figure a way out figure a way out on how to break Luton down with without the core or without that kind of not creative number ten, but someone that's got that output in in behind the Dominic and behind the the striker. So yeah, um, if you were to ask me who will I play there, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be so sure because I just think the work that the Corey does, no one in our squad is able to to even to even come close to it. Never mind match it, but it's it's an it's a moment, it's a game for Evan also to. To establish their kind of the the dominance in the in terms of the bottom three or the bottom teams, although it's a cup game, you can mm. you can kind of let leave uh, Luton with no confidence. You can knock the confidence out of them a bit. I agree, <clears throat> and you can then improve and kind of leave them behind in in the league. Try and make that gap bigger between ourselves and the drop zone. Hopefully, leave Frank Forest before before both the hearings. I know with. Without their finances being, you you never know. I think if I'm a Forest fan, I'd be expecting minus minus fifteen right now at least, based on seeing all their deals that they made. So yeah, it is an important game for Everton. Uh, we need to take it seriously, be professional, not let the game pass us by. Uh, we all know Sean Dyche will probably go pretty strong because really, that's the only option Everton have got at the moment. Because our squad is that thing that really you can only. Go strong and keep playing the same players every week, and players and clubs will not. I think will normally prefer to play every three or four days and kind of keep the momentum building and and keep winning and get some confidence into the camp after the after the winter break. So yeah, battery's fully charged up and I'd expect them to be ready to go. For me. It, you've got to go full strength. This is now... Everton need to start winning football games and they mm. need to start building momentum. And this is how you do it against teams like Luton. If you're Everton, you want to get one back. You know, they did do us, uh, they did do us over at Goodison Park earlier on the season where, where they come away victorious 2-1 at Goodison Park. But look, the FA Cup is such a, a wonderful competition. You know, the, the, the history of it. It's of our last bit of silverware from 1995, unfortunately. And I just feel that, like, Everton needs to just continue to build and build and build. And I think mentality-wise, if you, you go out and you beat Luton 2 or 3-0, it then sets the precedent then of, you know, we're not here to play games. We're not going to take this lightly. Yes, I do understand if, the, you know, we're 2 or 3-0 up, then substitutions need to happen. Football is a squad game. And, you know, you, if, if the likes of Lewis Dobbin comes in to start, I'd have no issues with that. You know, Nathan Patterson needs need to run a game. Seamus Coleman still carrying an Octa Corey being out is absolutely massive and going to be a huge miss. But then you, you look at them playing Dominic Calvert Lewin, you look at playing Beto, do you play Dominic Calvert Lewin to try and get over his goal drought? Do you play Beto because you've not had as much minutes? But I, before January came along, I remember thinking, oh, you know, the, the league is like number one precedent. We need to focus on that completely. But we've only played 
three games, is it? Mm, three or four yeah. games the whole of January. The yeah. players have had time off. They've had this winter break. break. They've had time to recover. Obviously, players are now back on the grass. We understand that it has been a slow window for Everton. But let's just do it for the fans, like you quite rightly said. You know, 4,000 Evertonians made the trip down to Sellers Park. If you ask them if they want to play full strength, the answer would be absolutely yes. Yeah. They'd want Sean Dice to play the, the, the biggest and bestest team that he can possibly do because we want more away days. We want to go out. We want to be standing in a Wembley way. We want to be standing with your mate at Wembley. It'd be absolutely fantastic for this club and set of fan base to actually get to a, a semi or FA Cup final where we can go and enjoy a day out. Because, you know, the last few years has been surrounded by such negativity. You know, give us a cup run. You know, I heard Gareth Barry speaking on the podcast with Lee that season uh, under Roberto Martinez was the last time we got to a semi-final of any competition. I think it was Manchester City in the Ca- the Capital Cup at the time, and then obviously United in the in the semis. I don't want to remind everyone about that when Anthony Martial scored last minute, but that was the last time that Everton fans actually had a good day out. And I think that's ten ten mm-hmm. years ago maybe a bit less, nine, ten years ago, which is just, for a club the size of Everton and the fan base that we've got is, is unacceptable. But let's look at Luton then, Bobble. Mm. Um, a lot of been talk about old Everton prodigy, Ross Barkley. Obviously, has been playing really good football for them. Obviously, Andros Townsend as well, another old boy at Everton Football Club. What, what, what do you make of Luton then? Do you reckon they're going to play full strength? Do you reckon their priorities remain in the league? Or do you think they're going to come and have a good go at us? Well, before I answer that question, you're absolutely right in terms of the FA Cup. And you, and you know what? It's a chance to dream, isn't it? It's a chance to dream. Why do players play in the Premier League? Why are players playing for Everton? They're not going to win the Premier League. Let's be honest. That's just We're not going to win the Premier League. But there's a chance to, to dream. And James Tarkowski spoke about it, about the Carabao Cup. You know, he wants to win a trophy. And it's a chance for players to dream as well, as well as fans. So for me, I think it represents a really, really good chance to keep that good feel factor in and around the football club, in and around the staff, the players, the fans. Like I say, it's a welcome distraction. It's a bit of a buzz, a bit of a confidence. So, and for me as a football fan, first and foremost, it's it's my chance to dream of seeing my club back at Wembley. It is. We might not win it, of course. There's some giants in the in the competition still. It's a very difficult competition to win. There's no doubt about that. A lot of teams take it very seriously, the FA Cup. But again, why not? Why not? We've just seen Middlesbrough get to the, the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup. Why not Everton going deep into the FA Cup? So why not? Uh, Luton, <clears throat> you speak about Ross Barkley. He's having a really, really good season, isn't he? Very good. Uh, he's having a very good yeah. season. He looks lively. He looks kind of back to some sort of form that he was showing at Everton, which earned him a move to to Chelsea. He looks pretty good. And just Townsend's back fit, I think, from a professional perspective and a, and a human side of things, it's great to see Andros Townsend back playing football. He had a horrific injury at Everton, which he suffered, funnily enough. You're right, he is a top man. Uh, he suffered a horrific injury down at Crystal Palace for Everton. Um, and, and it's great to see him back in, you know, he's, sh- he's shown great... Uh, professionalism and endeavour to get back and playing Premier League football and he earned you know you earned a really really good contract to Luton just by putting in the work ethic and, and leading by example so fair play to him they've also got a very very good player at Luton called Alfie Doherty for those who maybe are not too familiar with, with Luton uh, really really good player lively energetic good pace tenacious 
good player. If Luton get relegated, don't be surprised to see the likes of, you know, some clubs looking at Alfie Doherty. Really, really clever player for, for Luton. Um, but you are right about, about Ross Barkley. He's, he's playing well and he's central to everything that is going well for Luton right now. People might not like to hear it. People might not like to listen to talk about Ross Barkley. But Luton took a gamble on Ross Barkley. They took a gamble on him. There was a few clubs looking and they took a gamble. And at the moment, he's repaying that with some really, really good performances. And I've seen a bit of Luton this year, I have. And in being honest, he has been central to everything good about them, especially in attack and going forward. He's central to it all. And Everton will have to show them the respect that they deserve. And Everton will have to watch Ross Barkley. We will, because he is unpredictable. He can beat a man. He can turn on the half turn and play a killer pass. He can do all of that. He has got an eye for goal. He doesn't mind he doesn't mind shooting. He will take a dig from outside the edge of the box. He is lively. <clears throat> so we've got to be careful. But in saying all of that, Everton at their best should dispatch of Luton at Goodison Park. We should dispatch of them and go through to the fifth round. When the draw was made, it was Luton or Bolton. Luton drew at home against Bolton at Kenilworth Road, then had to go to Bolton and, and, and knock them out. I think they won 2 1. Before that, I thought. You take that draw. Obviously, we had to dispatch of Crystal Palace, but you thought to yourself, if we get through, we're at home to either Bolton or Luton, most likely Luton, to home tie. We're arguably, I think we'd all agree, we're better than Luton. We'll take it all day for a chance to be in the fifth round. So, no excuses for me. Really, really no excuses. I don't think there was any excuses for, for not beating Fulham in the Carabao Cup. I know people could say, well, Fulham are better than Luton are Fulham better than Everton? I think people would argue for or against. But regardless, you're at home. And I don't think we as fans can, can have any excuses if Everton get knocked out against Luton on Saturday. I really, really don't. We should be putting into the sword. But like I previously said, show them the respect they deserve, but not too much. They're going okay. They hang in there in games. They do hang in there. And they have a knack of just nicking a goal. Colton Morris... Um, in the Premier League when he came to when Luton came to Everton in the Premier League Carlton Morris caused our defenders all sorts of issues all sorts of problems he caused Brand, he gave Branthwaite a torrid time absolute torrid time and he gave James Tarkowski a torrid time he was here there and everywhere and I'll be honest he, he gave us a bit of a battering he bullied us in terms of physicality he gave us a bit of a beating and it was a wake up call for, for us it really really was he was he was your classic classic Championship striker playing in the Premier League, showing no fear and happy to, to rough and tumble with you. No problem at all. I'll use my frame. I'll be physical with you. And it was a wake-up call for us. It really, really was. We know what to expect from Luton. They're not a surprise package anymore. They've been in the Premier League for over half a season now. They're in the FA Cup fourth round. We all know what they can bring to the party. Take them seriously. Dispatch of them. And then full focus on Fulham. Because that's another huge game for this football club in the Premier League. A huge game down at Fulham on Tuesday. You're absolutely right, Ben. We need to start picking up some wins. And we are on, we are quietly, quietly on a decent little run ourselves. A decent little run. Since the Wolves game, in the, right at the end of December, where we got dispatched 3-0. It was a really bad day at the office. Since then, we've only played three games, but we haven't conceded a goal. 0-0 against Crystal Palace, 0-0 against Aston Villa, and we beat Crystal Palace 1-0. Three clean sheets on the spin. That's no mean feat. That's a tough feat to do against three Premier League teams, but they've gone and done it, not to mention against an Aston Villa team that are high-flying, that are a very, very good team. But they did it. Three clean sheets now on the spin, three unbeaten. Let's make it four, and then go to Fulham on Tuesday, and let's make it five. 
let's get a little run together now. They did it earlier in the season. Our lads, they went on a good little run. They picked up points. And all of a sudden, we found ourselves way out of trouble. Well, regardless of what's going on off the pitch right now, we're going to have to wait for that. What can the players and the staff affect right now? Let's pull ourselves away from the relegation fight right now. Let's find ourselves seven, eight points clear. They can do it. They've done it once and they can do it again. Let's keep this good run of form going, Ben. And it starts Saturday for me. We're back. We're back at it now. Three games now, very quickly. We have, obviously, Luton, Fulham, Tottenham. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's keep this run going. Let's be, let's at the end of this term, let's end of this three games now, let's be six unbeaten. That's the challenge. It's a challenge. We've got to challenge the players and I'm sure Sean Deutsch will be challenging his players. They've done it before, Ben. They can do it. They really, really can. They can do it. Another player who's having a, an all right season for Luton is Adebayo up front. The big lad, he scored a few important goals for them. Do you think our defence are up for a tough time on, on Saturday, Paul? Just going off the first game when obviously Wendy beat us, as Bobo rightly points out, Carlton Morris had a... He was excellent. He had a fantastic game. He bullied us all game. His goal was a real, real good goal for him, obviously from a Luton point view and a striker's point where we just peeled off the line in, in that area. Uh, in that free kick, and he just volleyed the bottom corner, and he, he won everything in the air, on the floor, every duel, he won everything, he held the ball up, he brought his teammates into play, he was outstanding, and as Bobo rightly points out, he, he bullied our centre-halves, and at the bio, he'll, he'll look to bully them also, if he was if he is to play for, for Luton the weekend, so yeah, they are a quite physical side, they're, they're very good pressers, or they, they really... They really know how to win the ball back. They, they are really good at it. They, they love balls coming into the, into their two centre-halves. That's their bread and butter, just help balls away. So I think that's something that we tended to overdo in the in the league game. I think we went too long and too direct and their centre-halves was just dealing with everything that was coming their way. However, I think we need Everton at their best should obviously this is the key way they should should have enough to beat Luton even without Abdullah even without Abdullah the corner yeah we should have enough to beat Luton especially at home will Luton maybe want to have a bit of an eye on the Premier League try and pick a few points in the league up we never know they'll be they'll be thinking the exact same about us everything that we're saying here yeah they will be thinking the exact same of us and they'll have mm. and they'll back their point by saying we've already beaten we've already beat them once at Goodison this year let's just go and do it again similar scenarios both clubs are in the similar positions here yep 
And because for them, really, it was quite a, it was quite an easy game when they beat us. That that we never really caused them much trouble. They just went to up early doors. We should have scored early on, but didn't take our chances, yep. did we? And once they went one, and I think it, the second was in quick succession, they went two nil up, and that's it. Cl- shut up shop and try and break us down. We eventually got a goal, but we we just we couldn't break them down as we as we struggle we struggle to break teams down. That's it deep against us, or when we have to take the game to an opposition, we we struggle a bit. So that's where maybe you think we need a bit more creativity, maybe behind the striker or or in midfield or out wide. But unfortunately. The finances are what they are. The the window is what is what it is, and the squad is what is what the squad is. So we've got to be we've got to be inventive. We need to work around what we've got and and try and squeeze a bit more quality out of them forward thinking players because I, I think in this moment they got they're having a bit of a of a struggle to create clear cut chances. Paul, I think it's a fantastic point that you've made there in regards to Everton having to find a way to be technical and creative. I think you're absolutely right again. The bread and butter from these Luton players are just the, the headers. You know, Everton, were pump- Everton actually went 4-4-2 in that second half against Luton. Remember, they brought better on. Mm. We and it was we better. And it, we, could, we did not have an answer. We they couldn't have a back get, five, you see. They, they literally just won every single header. Mm-hmm. Everton couldn't get in behind. Everton are going to need a player to play that Decore role on Saturday that's going to sit in that little pocket. Someone to be a little bit creative. It might be time for someone like Arnold Danjuma to sit in the pocket. He may play Jack Harrison in there. Someone has to find that in intricate passing to get in behind to get in behind Luton because it's going to be the resolute they play a back five as the Bobble quite rightly said you know the wing backs big muscular championship centre halves who are going to just do what they're asked to do low block win every header if you go long to them they like that that's it, their food and drink it, it, it's like someone like Michael Keane would be perfect for Luton you know sitting deep win your headers and then you're not going to get spawned, you're not going to get turned around, there's going to be nothing in the channels. Everton have to drag these centre-halves out of position. Someone like Harrison, Dan Juma, McNeil, whoever it is who finds themselves in that intricate number 10 position has to find a way. The full-backs, I think, is going to be a massive... If you want to pin back teams and get in behind, your full-backs have to be bombing on. You know, Patterson, Mikalenko have to be overlapping, create the space behind. You know, I'm no tactical genius. I just like to talk about football and how I see it. I might have won the league with Everton on football manager every now and again, but <laughs> that's how I see it. It's going to be difficult because there were so many calls recently for Dice to play 4-4-2, played better when DCL are fun together. My counter-argument for that is we've seen that against Luton and it just did not work. It was bouncing off shins. It was bouncing off heads. The two centre midfielders found themselves a bit too deep and we, no one was picking up the second ball. We just got absolutely overrun in that second half. We did not lay a glove on Luton in that second half. Dice has got a you know a bit of work to do to, to obviously score more goals. You know the home form, we do need to start scoring more. It, it, we, we absolutely do. You know we, we, the clean sheets is is great, and that is what we want as Everton fans. You know start stable, start from the back. If you get clean sheets and try and nick a goal, but we, at some point we need to start winning games of football like two or three nil. Start winning games and building this momentum. Dominic Calvert Lewin. You know, if it hits him on the back of the arse and goes in the back of the net, no one will care. He needs a goal. So I'd probably look to play him. It's, it, it, Bobble, another interesting topic is in regards to the keeper. Yao Virginia found himself playing against Crystal Palace. Yeah. Just stick with Yao Virginia. I thought, you know, he did exceptionally well. Is he now your cup keeper? 
I could see why you'd make him your cup keeper. We all needed to see a little bit more of Joe Virginia and the staff needed to see more of Joe Virginia because ultimately when we let Asmir Begovic go in the summer, he was an unknown quantity, Virginia, really. He, he was, and we didn't really know if he was completely ready. Um, and I know Sean Deitch had, had spoke to the goalkeeping coaches, um, Alan Kiley and, and Billy Mercer, regarding Joe Virginia and is he ready to be a Premier League number two? It's a, it's a, it's a tough position, you know, a, a Premier League number two, because notoriously and, and primarily you're never going to play. But when you, when you are called upon, you need to be bang at it. You need to be ready to go. And it's a tough position to, to, to kind of fill. Um, and we all know Jordan Pickford is, is Everton and England's number one. And he's never, unless a, a, an injury occurs, he's never going to be dropped. So it was no surprise to me that Jal Virginia got the nod against Crystal Palace at Southwest Park. And it was also no surprise to me that he then got the nod at home because I think he'd earned the right for that. I thought down at Southwest Park, I thought he was very good and he pulled off a very smart save to earn Everton the replay right at the death. A very smart save. And then I thought at Goodison Park, what he did do is he did everything with minimal fuss. He didn't flap about for corners. His kicking was okay. It was decent. He gets good length on his kicks. Maybe not maybe not as accurate as Jordan Pickford's granted, but Pickford's pretty good with the ball at his feet. But everything Virginia did, he did with minimal fuss. And I have no problem with having a Premier League keeper and then a cup keeper for the early stages. You see a lot of clubs now do it. They now do it for the third and fourth and maybe the fifth round of the Carabao Cup and sometimes the FA Cup primarily. They will play their cup keeper, i.e. their number two. And it just gives your goalkeeper a bit of a break. And, and we all can say, well, goalkeepers don't need a break. You know, they're not running around the pitch like the players. No, they're not. They're not. But mentally, it's, it's good to allow Pickford to switch off a little bit. He plays every single England game, pretty much. He plays every single minute of every Everton game. He's in the cold run every minute, every game. So it was good just to pull him out a little bit and just rest him. Just give him a little bit of breathing space and a little break. And he's had a very quiet January, Pickford. A very quiet January. Um, so I, I got the logic behind Jalvagin. And we've, had, we've now had a good look at him, I think. A really good look at him. And I think now, I know you can't base any player off a couple of games, off a handful of games. You need to see a lot more than that. But our initial thought process and our initial thinking now against Joe Virginia has gone up. His stock has risen and he's done himself absolutely no harm whatsoever over the last couple of games. He's shown himself to be potentially a very decent goalkeeper. He's only 24. That's very young for a goalkeeper. He is still quite inexperienced, really. He is still quite inexperienced, but he's got a good frame, good size. His kicking's okay. He gets good length on his kicking. I think his shot stopping's pretty good. I think it's okay. He's happy to come out and claim for corners. He he has got all the tools to be a steady goalkeeper. And that's what we had with Azimir Begovic as our number two. We had a very capable, experienced number two. And we knew if Jordan Pickford was ever injured, we were fine. We had Begovic who could, sta- who could step in, stand in, and do a very good job. But right now, we have Jal Virginia, who is doing just that for us. Doing just that. And I think, Ben, I think it was really, really important to have a look at him. I really do. And like I say, his stock has now risen. He's done himself absolutely no harm. He got man of the match last time out. And I would argue down at Crystal Palace in the first game, he was one of our better players. He was. Everton had to be resolute at times. We probably should have nicked it based on chances at Selhurst Park in the first game. But defensively, we had to be resolute towards the end, especially when when we went down to 10 men due to the sending off of, of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And Jal Virginia was a key part in earning Everton that replay. So 
I'm really pleased for him, Ben. I really, really am. And he loves it here. He loves it here. He was desperate to be Everton's number two. And when the thinking, when we knew Asmir Begovic was not going to be re-signed due to his contract wages, due to the wages on his contract, shall I say, Everton wanted to kind of reduce that part of the of the team in terms of how much money's being spent on the goalkeeper in the fraternity. I totally understood Jao Virginia. He threw his hat. He, he, he said he was ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to be the number two. And I'm ready to push Jordan. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And that's what you want. You want hungry players, don't you? You want hungry players. And he recently did an interview Virginia, and he said, I love it at Everton. I absolutely love it. It's got a real family feel to it. I'm I'm loving being here. I just love it. And that's what you want. You want players who love it being at your football club. So I'm really, really pleased for him. He's done himself no harm whatsoever. Um, and obviously at the moment, there's no team selection yet for, for Saturday. But if Jarl Virginia did get the nod, if he did, I'd be really, really pleased for him. Would I be angry that Jordan Pickford's been rested again? Not angry. I don't think it's now needed. I think Jordan Pickford's had a big enough layoff. I think all the players have had a big enough layoff now. They've had a nice break. So I would personally probably go back to, right, we're going to go back into the full swing of things now. Let's get back to continuity. Jordan Pickford, you're back between the sticks. That's what I would personally do. But if Jal Virginia did get the nod, I've got no qualms because I think he's earned us the fifth round. Not on his own, granted, but he's had a big say in getting Everton to the fourth round of the FA Cup against Luton. And who knows, he could have another big say, couldn't he, and get an Everton to the fifth round. But he's certainly done himself absolutely no harm, Ben. I'm really, really pleased for him. And like I say, I think we can now all kind of breathe a little bit easier. We, of course, do not want Jordan Pickford ever to get an injury. He's really important for this team. But if he did get a suspension or an injury, I think we've got that little bit more confidence now that we've got a ready number two that could do a job for us if called upon in Java Virginia. Fair play to the lad. I think he's done really, really well. And he's trained really, really hard. Prediction time. Obviously, Everton face Luton Town this weekend. Paul, I'll come to you first. Prediction time for the viewers. <sighs> um, Everton go through. Everton win. 2-0. I think... Bright McNeil scores and... And Beto. Give me two goal scorers. Bubble. Uh, I won't go two now. I won't go the same as Paul, but I will go 2-1 Everton. 2-1. And I'm going to go 3-1 Everton. Mm. I think we will go 1-0 up. It'll then go 1-1 and then we'll win 3-1. It's going to be, you know, maybe I'm a bit mad to be honest, but let's see, a bit optimistic about this. But let's get through, eh? Let's fight on to the, the fifth round of the FA Cup. Another home draw and who knows, eh? We could be on to bigger and better things. In the meantime, have a great week and up the toffees. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. 
Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.